Welcome to the Rising Consciousness Show, 20 minutes of soulful insights and powerful tools to elevate your life experience and create with higher clarity, intention, and vision. I'm Tara Antler, intuitive healer and soul coach. And I'm King Gabriel, spiritual teacher and practitioner. And we are the co-founders of Ascension Academy of Life. A global center for spiritual growth, intuitive healing, and soul alignment. Get ready to blast off. grateful to be here and grateful to have this conversation about self-regulation as a leader and it's an amazing topic because just yesterday a client actually asked this question or had commented and said oh my gosh you guys you inspire me all the time I look at you and I see you running your life and your business and building everything that you are and homeschooling and I think to myself gosh if they can do it I can get out of bed this morning and do my practice. Or if they can do that, all that they're up to, I can get up and get going to do whatever it is, X, Y, Z. And she said to me, how do you guys do it? Like, I think to myself, how do they do it all the time and not feel overwhelmed? And I want to jump off there if you're okay with that, because it's not that I don't get overwhelmed. Gabriel knows I get overwhelmed. I even said yesterday, oh my gosh, I feel like we have so much to do and I'm just circling in my head and I don't even know where to start. And what Gabriel said to me was, just one little bit at a time. You just have to focus on one thing at a time. And I need those reminders sometimes too, because when we're active and busy, and for those of you that resonate with this, if you're an active person, meaning you're active either in your life externally, or maybe you're active internally, maybe you have a lot of thoughts. For me, I have a lot of ideas. There's a lot that I wanna get done in a day, and I'm a high achiever in that way, I would say, because yeah. I, I start out with these big, I'm like, okay, I want to get all this done this week or today. And then I might only get a fraction of that done. Some days I do get it all done. But in the days where I feel like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do, I have to catch my thoughts. That's the very first place I would say and suggest to start is if you feel overwhelmed with all the things that you feel like you have to do, notice my languaging, all the things that you feel you have to do, Mm -hmm. that's a great place to start to catch that so it doesn't feel like all the things that you have to do. And you start chunking it down into little bite-sized pieces. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. I find that's uh, a proper approach. And it also allows you to just slow down Mm -hmm. and do the one thing that you're doing fully. Because we have decided that we're great multitaskers, right? Everybody thinks they're the most I'm amazing fabulous. multitasker I'm in the world, right? But truly, <laughs> what we call multitasking is not really multitasking, right? The mind is capable of focusing on one thing fully at a time, right? It could have something on the back burner, but you could only be fully present to the one thing that you're doing at any time. So if you split that up into chunks and you do that one thing at that time fully, and you do it to completion, the small task that you took on, you feel good. Mm-hmm. And then you take that momentum from feeling good into the next thing that you're doing and the next thing. And it looks like multitasking because you could be doing several things in one day or one specific period of time. Mm-hmm. But at any given time, it's one thing that you're doing fully. Even if you're a mom and you think you're multitasking and tending mm-hmm. to the baby and doing mm-hmm. this and doing that and doing all that. When you're feeding the baby, you're feeding the baby. If you feed the baby and you read something at the same time, okay, so it might be okay, 
But then you might find a bottle out of the baby's mouth for like mm-hmm. five minutes and the baby just watching you like mm-hmm. what's going on. Or you might find that what you're reading, you're reading over and over mm-hmm. the same thing like 50 times because you didn't really get it. Well, this happened right? to me yesterday. That happens. <laughs> yeah. So Gabriel and I, yeah. we bought this beautiful day bed. But you know, sometimes you buy yeah. these pieces and they, they you have to assemble them. Yeah. And so it comes with the instructions. Now, this one was a pretty easy build, I would say. Yeah. I said, I looked at it. I said, I think I can do this. Gabriel was busy doing something else. I said, I'm going to take it on because yeah. I can't look at the boxes anymore. <laughs> we have to just put this thing together and get get it out of the box. Yeah. So I start the process and I thought, oh, okay, what would I like to do in this time while I'm doing this mundane task of building a day bed? And I thought, oh, I'll put a podcast on or I'll put, it, put something on a leadership conversation. Yeah, so I put yeah. that on in the background. Exactly what Gabriel just said. Yeah. I had to rewind that thing multiple times because yes. even though I seemed to be doing some mundane task of yeah. building a bed, yeah. I had to focus on what I was doing. I had to make sure I had the right <laughs> screws in the right place and put it in the right order, the yeah. right pieces at the right time. Yes. And so I couldn't actually focus on building this day bed and take in the podcast information yeah. because in my mind, I was like, oh, that's so good. And then I was like, okay, well, now I have to stop building the bed. I got to go over to listen to what they just said. I, I got to rewind, rewind that it. 30 seconds. <laughs> I got to rewind it. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I wrote down my ideas that were coming through at the same time. Then I was like, I think I need to pause this because this is going to require my full attention. Yeah, so yeah. I knew enough to say, this is going to require my full attention. Yeah. The day bed requires my full attention. So let me be fully present. And that's what I would say kind of comes into step two is yeah. it's not that you don't get overwhelmed. Sometimes you do. You have many moving things, many moving parts, lots of things going on, but it's about Step one, being able to be present to the one thing that you're in. The second thing for me is then noticing that, acknowledging that, and then being fully present to the the one thing that I'm choosing in that moment. So then I got fully present to building that day bed and it it happened a lot faster and I didn't have to read over the instructions 20 times. Like (laughs) Errol just said, I could look at it once, got it, build it, done, you know? But sometimes when we take on too many things at the same time, it's like your energy is spliced in multiple directions and yes. that's a great analogy actually what just popped in was mm-hmm. think of a, a hydro line or a uh, electrical line if you splice that line multiple times now that electricity has to go in multiple places so the energy is still going to flow but it might be a little slower it might not be at the high velocity that if it was just the one line yeah right and so it's the same thing with your energy and i find if you can be so fully present you find some goodness that comes from that present moment too yeah yeah definitely you know when you dive into that present moment and you start working on what you're doing and you put your whole mind to it right it's like there is no lag there is no hold back you have the full resources available to that one task so that one task is done well and it's done a lot faster than if you're multitasking by the way and then the completion that's the thing that i really want to tag on here Mm -hmm. the completion of that one task gives you an additional boost Mm-hmm. It's almost like you get a little energy kicked back, like, oh, yeah, you completed that. Great. Now you could move on with that confidence and that feeling of completion onto the next task, right? And I know it sounds like, oh, you should only do one task at a time. It doesn't have to look like, oh, this whole day, I must only do this. It's not that. It's just being able to realize that because of the resources that are available to you and the way the mind works, right? You want to be able to give everything its amount of importance Mm -hmm. and we were speaking about this the other day in our Mm -hmm. conversation in the group as well the 
importance of everything. Everything is important to you mm-hmm. in your experience, or else it wouldn't be there, right? Mm-hmm. So each part of your experience deserves that much attention for its allotted time, mm-hmm. right? In a garden, if you're flower, if you're watering the plants, it's not like you'll water two plants because you favor them and say, well, forget the rest of the garden. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to plant you or anything. Mm-hmm. You're going to look at it and be like, okay, even though this plant is, let's say, an eggplant, which is most people, most people, I suppose, won't, won't Gabriel, favor eggplants. Gabriel right? favor yeah, eggplants. Yeah, right? <laughs> Somebody will be like, oh, that's an eggplant. It don't deserve water. No, really, you're going to water that plant still, right? And you're going to give it its attention. When you're watering that plant, you're not watering the other plants at mm-hmm. the same time. Most of the times you're doing one and then another one, unless you have one of those irrigation type mm-hmm. sprinklers that sprinkles everything at once, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's you doing it, you're going to have to water that plant and then water the next and the next. And that's exactly how it is with our attention. We have that energy and we have the ability to make something wonderful or to help it to grow. But in order for it to grow, it deserves our attention for that allotted Mm -hmm. time, right? And there's something that comes from it for us too, as I said, the idea of completion and moving on to the next task in that state of, yes, Mm -hmm. I did it. (laughs) And there's something so fulfilling about that too, right? I I remember talking to so many clients about this where they felt unfulfilled. And when you start talking a little further or digging a little deeper you yeah. find out that there's a lot that they started and initiated but they uh-huh. didn't complete yeah. or they didn't follow it through or maybe the ego came in and made a muck of things and flat flattened that whole idea or had them pull out from that idea yeah. other times it's the world there's external things that happen that kind of put a kibosh to whatever you're creating and then you stop it in its tracks yeah. and there's this feeling then of oh gosh i didn't fulfill that to completion i didn't and what happens is when you have those things, actually, I mean, just a thought popped yeah, go in. Yeah, go for it, go for it. Of if you don't fulfill those things, then all of those incomplete pieces, you uh-huh. think that you just drop them by the wayside while I forget about them. They're not in my attention anymore. Yeah. They're still in your consciousness. I know this firsthand. Yep. Yep. That if there's certain things that I'm like, oh, I'll get to that later. I'll tend to that later. I'll tend to that later. Or maybe something did happen that kind of sideswiped the game and I, I just didn't get to finish it. If I don't go and complete those things, they feel incomplete. And they feel like a trailing energy behind me Uh that's actually slowing me down. So any progress we want to make, any fast moving energy that we want to move forward on, it's more challenging to get those things done because you're dragging all this incomplete energy behind you. Yep wanting to move yourself forward and it's almost like the past or those things like i said are incomplete are pulling on you they're pulling your attention they're pulling your subconscious they're pulling your conscious awareness and they're still asking for attention yeah and they pull at your trust in yourself Mm -hmm. to be able to complete something too Mm -hmm. because if you have a long list of incompletes Mm -hmm. right that doesn't feel good you're sort of expecting that the Mm -hmm. next next task that you take on is probably most likely going to be be an incomplete as well Mm -hmm. right so then you're living in that energy Mm -hmm. And that makes it hard. And I think yeah. to, to follow that, yeah. I would say if that becomes a subconscious or even a conscious pattern, yeah. then it will be harder and harder to start something because you'll have this story playing in the background. Well, what's the point? I'm not going to finish it anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And then you don't even start. And <laughs> yeah. that holds us back on a whole other level because then we don't get anything off the ground. Yeah. So when it comes to leadership, leading yourself, leading a lo- your life, leading a movement, leading uh-huh. your business, leading your purpose on this planet, yes. the self-regulation piece, I would say, is number one. Yep. Number and it's about looking at all these different areas. So I would mm-hmm. say start to look at self and say, okay, one, do I get overwhelmed by the day-to-day things or the weekly things? Yes or no? And if no, great, then continue on to the next question. But if you do, 
and that's something that comes up for you regularly, then chunk it down. Doesn't mean like Gabriel said, you have to dedicate an entire day to one task. Sometimes you might have that too. Sometimes you might feel like today's the day yeah. to do yard work. Yeah. and you just clean house yeah. and other days you're like today i'm working on the internal framework of my business or today is a day where i'm seeing clients all day i'm gonna pump it out i'm gonna do that it feels so good to be in that energy and then tomorrow is a completely different energy mm -hmm. you could you could do that with your time but that requires you knowing you yes so how do you like to run your energy how do you like to invest your energy how do you like the day-to-day -day? do you like a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this in in mm -hmm. your day or do you like to have focused days only you can answer that question and everybody's different. There's not one answer to that. I would say that there are some people I know mm -hmm. that like to, and I'm myself, there's sometimes I like having a focused day on just one thing writing yeah, yeah, or just seeing clients or mm -hmm. teaching other days. I like to sprinkle a little bit of this and a little bit of that throughout the day. So I, I play both. There are some people that are one or the other primarily, and that's okay. You just know that about yourself. That's you knowing how to regulate your energy, your time, and how to maximize your own natural cycles. Beautiful, beautiful. Right? Yeah. And then I would say, if you do get overwhelmed, get present, like we said, get present to the task at hand, finish it to completion. Yeah. The second question I would say to start asking is, do I finish to completion? Mm -hmm. And actually maybe even before that, I would start to say, am I present when I'm doing the things that I'm doing? When I'm in that task, when I'm doing that thing, am I fully present? Or am I thinking about all the other things that I wish I was doing or could be doing or what the next thing is? Because if you're doing that again, your energy, you're not fully present. You're physically present. You're doing the thing physically, but your energy is also being spliced. Yeah. And then I would say the third question would be, are you following it through to completion? I love that. I love that. I love mm -hmm. those three steps. And I have a few steps to not to add to that, but that you could implement that with. Okay. So... We look at things as big tasks most of the times and we think we want to take on the big task and get it done, right? We want to get the one thing done. But what if we break that big task down into smaller chunks, right? Like I'll send out the emails today. I'll do this today or I'll do that today and break it down into smaller chunks. Each level of that is a level of completion. So if you complete the small task, you have a win already. So you're feeling positive about the outcome mm -hmm. and you're going to keep going. Right. Because when we're motivated, when we see things working, we feel good and we feel inspired. So we keep going. Mm -hmm. And this is what you want to do. Break the big task down into micro into micro chunks. I guess I'm mm -hmm. calling it micro mm -hmm. chunks. Right. And those little chunks that you work with now, you can go ahead and take care of that one thing. And doing that one thing makes you feel good. You move on and you do whatever else you have to do in your day, but you completed that one thing. So you're in a state of completion and then you continue. Right. And in breaking it down in that way, you build up your confidence and you build up your sense of being complete, being a person that completes tasks, right? Or completes whatever they're up to. So then in yourself now, you start to feel more confident because you know yourself as a person who completes mm -hmm. things, right? Mm -hmm. So that's one thing you could do. For instance, if you're a singer and you know that you want your voice to be at a certain point before you record your next album or whatever, it's up to you to daily do certain vocal exercises, right? So you chunk that down and you say, oh, I'll do scales today. Oh, I'll do um, specific runs and stuff today. I'll do this. And, and in that way, once you complete that one task, you feel good about that day and you know you're moving towards it. That helps your confidence and it helps you to reach that point knowing that you've done all you could do up to that point. Mm -hmm. So you're ready to take it on. And that's the difference. It puts you in a whole different state. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So these are things that we can use with that mm -hmm. to get to that state of completion which well 
is already there, but it's up to us to work so that we could feel comfortable with what we have and what we are. Eh? Yeah. And I would say that the last piece that I want to add to that is sometimes as you're completing something or you're moving towards something, you're actualizing something a lot. Right now we're talking about actualizing your purpose in Thrive Through 65, yeah. creating your purpose, bringing it to life. Sometimes there are the distractions that come up, internal distractions, external distractions, ego distractions, past experience distractions all over the place. And sometimes even the shiny object syndrome, we're like, oh, I'm on this path. And then we might open up Facebook and we see somebody doing something that we're kind of drawn to. We're like, oh, I could be doing that too. And all of a sudden we take a sidestep from the thing that we've just put into energy momentum and we've taken our energy off of that and now we're onto something else. And so again, that thing doesn't get fulfilled to completion. Mm -hmm. So we have to be mindful of the, the distractions that come up and stay on track. It's one thing if you want to be inspired. I think inspiration is amazing. It lights our fire again. It ignites something else within us. It might even bring new ideas or new ways that we could bring something to fruition. But if we notice that those distractions or the shiny object syndrome is pulling us off track and we're losing momentum, we're losing speed, we're losing fire, we're losing heat every single time, Mm -hmm. we might want to take a pause on those distractions or the shiny object syndrome and just Focus. Yeah. Focus your energy and your time and your attention on the thing that you actually want to get done that you care about. It dropped down. That idea came through. You want to actualize it. You want to bring it to fruition. Sometimes you need to actually ground into it and follow it through to completion. And that might mean saying no to some of the other things that come in. It's kind of like swishing them off to the side, right? No, thanks so much for the inspiration and swish it off to the side. I'm going to stay focused here. Because again, if something popped down in a moment of inspiration and you had that rush and you had that awe and you had that, like I want to do this and you're so excited, that's vital life force energy. That's source energy. That's creation energy coming through. That's the divine speaking to you. Your soul speaking to you saying, this is something that's a part of your fulfillment. Are you going to receive it? And we're like, yes, I received it. Okay, great. Now are you going to fulfill it to completion? I don't know, Uh, right? I'm getting distracted. It seems hard. I don't know if I can. This is where you have to build that self. I would say it's a muscle. It's a a mental game. It's a emotional game. It's an energetic game. It's a physical game at that point to keep showing up and to stand powerfully for the thing that you want to create. Another thing that we can do to make sure that we do get through, right, the process of creating what we're creating is this, or or working towards what we're working towards. It is this. Whenever we have an idea in us, like Tara was saying just now, and it came down from the divine and we're like, oh yeah, this feels great, but then when it's time to take action on it, we're not. The likelihood of us taking action on something increases proportionally as we do these few things. The few things are, Chunk it down into those bite-sized chunks, number one. Number two, write it down. I'm telling you, I myself... Oh, I write it. Right? <laughs> yeah, books. if I'm doing something, I'm going to write it down. Because if you write it down, it's a creative act. It's something that you're aware of and you finally see it in a different form as well. Not just in your head as a floating idea, but as an actual sentence or something, a symbol of it that reminds you of it each time you see it, Right? And further than just the writing it down, there's also the aspect of vocalizing it. Now, when you're vocalizing it, as in when you're speaking to someone else or telling someone else about it, 
it could be a good idea, but you have to know who you're sharing with, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to share with somebody, as Tara would say, that would poo-poo on your idea. Or burst right? your bubble. Or burst your bubble, or pop your bubble, right? You want to share it with someone that is supportive of what you're doing already, or at least someone who's open-minded to the idea if you're going to share with someone else. If you're not going to share with someone else, you can actually just say it out loud for yourself to hear too. Funny enough, right? Yes, you hear your internal voice, but when you externalize that sound, it's something that exists within your world as well, right? That's energy. So when you vocalize it, if you vocalize to someone else, obviously it's, it's that much better because you see their reaction and it becomes even more real to you. But if you need to just hear it, speak it out. Like remember when people used to pray out loud, mm-hmm. right? And they would say words for them to hear <laughs> loud. I still find that Yeah, powerful. some people do that, mm-hmm. right? And it adds, to, it adds some sort of flavor to it that really makes it real to you. So that's something that's important. Uh, being able to express it takes it to that next level. It's almost like an exponential increase from just writing it down. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to get something done, those are steps that can help. Number one, break it down into small chunks. Number two, write it down. Number three, vocalize it. Right. Yeah. And we talk a lot more about that in Thrive Through 65 in, yeah. in January because we yeah. go into money and manifestation mastery. And yeah. those are some of the things that we find really helpful in yes. the verbalization of yeah. the thing that you want to create. So yeah. again, this is all about you being able to up level what you are creating, what you're up to. And I feel like there's such a power that comes from accomplishing those tasks, doing the thing that you set out to do. Yeah. It's, you kind of give yourself a pat on the back. You're celebrating. You're like, woohoo, <laughs> like I did that, you know? And it's such a great feeling to be able to say, whoa, I did that. It reminds me of like growing the garden, you know? It's like, whoa, we did that. Like we yep. actually planted the seeds, we tended to the garden, and now we get to eat whatever's been growing in there. And it's mm-hmm. such a fun feeling. Even the kids love it. And so it's like that. It's being able to say, you know what? I, I put the energy into it. I put the focus. I put the time because it was valuable, because it was important. Mm-hmm. And so we leave it with this. What is of value and importance to you right now? Really take some time and look at that. What's of value? What's important to you? Then go back through some of the steps that we talked about here today because all of those steps, the little micro steps, the little changes the evolutionary steps that you can make, whether they be small or large, will all help you to fulfilling what it is that you want without you feeling the overwhelm and the distractions all the time. Because we know that they can they can just suck energy to no end. And yep. we wanna we wanna stop that cycle. We wanna be able to say, you know what, I acknowledge that, I see that, and I have some tools in my back pocket to be able to move myself through so that I can move through to completion. Yes. And final words, realize that it's not the situation itself that you're regulating it's yourself you're regulating Mm -hmm. right self-regulation you're regulating yourself in a way that you feel capable of doing the task and you feel even more confident in the completion of the task Mm -hmm. awesome thank you so much for being here today we look forward to connecting with you again soon see you soon Thank you so much for joining us today on another episode of the Rising Consciousness Show. For more high vibration conversations, meditations, energy activations, and tips and tools on creating your most exceptional life, we lovingly invite you to connect with us at academyoflight.ca. The website is www.academyoflight.ca. It is time to create your heaven on earth experience and we look forward to sharing this beautiful journey with you. You're listening to Rising Consciousness, yeah. Woo!
Woo! <laughs>